These are the epic tales of four white dudes making shit up. Welcome to Thunder and Dragons. Hello everybody and welcome back to Thunder and Dragons. I'm your Thunder Master Lucas. My name's Christian and I play Rogmar Helmash. My name's Liam, I play Radix Snowgaze. Name's Moondor, and I don't know the face of the moon right now. <laughs> Your name is Moondor? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My name is Moondor, <laughs> as far as everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My name's Dan, and I play Moondor. There we go, perfect. All right. Uh, on the previous episode um, of uh, Thunder and Dragons, our gods, our heroes here, uh, are making their way through this uh, strange fire cyclone uh, and you've made through a couple different, uh, you've now made your way through two of the rings that you've discovered. Uh, there was a ring of thick vegetation, uh, a ring of sort of a plain of ash and obsidian, a plain that looked kind of like a mountain ridge, a uh, plain, uh, or a ring, sorry, that looked like a moat, moat of lava, and at the center was a giant burning tree. Uh, you guys just made your way past the plain of, um, uh, ash and obsidian. Uh, which basically you had you had to play this kind of guessing game, jumping from solid surface to solid surface because you couldn't tell what was just ash and what was uh, uh, solid ground. Unfortunately, you didn't do great on that. Uh, failed a couple skill checks and uh, you took some damage. But once you got to the other side of the ridge, uh, you were attacked by a bunch of uh, rangers that, while Mundor didn't quite like have a personal relationship with uh he did recognize but the weird thing about them was they all were sort of warped uh and infected by by something that's going on in this area uh one of them had like inverted legs one of them had like horns one of them had an extra eye uh, and you defeated them you kept one of them alive uh and you went uh to sleep for the night and through the night all three of you had horrible nightmares of some of the worst times in your life or uh, exaggerated versions of the worst times of your lives. And when you woke up, all of you had been changed slightly. Radic had already been changed slightly. He has, he currently has a big old red eye on the side of his head, but now, instead of feet, he has hooves. Uh, Moondor no longer really has skin, but has scales. And Rogmar, mo mostly kind of got a ma cool makeover. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Magma hands. <laughs> yeah, is uh, instead of like the the gray stone and everything that he usually is, uh, he kind of looks more like he's made out of like obsidian with like red ripples going through him. Uh, and all these do have mechanical effects. Um, we'll start with Rogmar. Uh, you have resistance to fire damage. Oh, hell yeah. Which means you take uh, half damage whenever you... Uh, half damage rounded down whenever you take fire damage. Fire damage. Uh, Moondor, when you're in your regular elven form, your AC has gone up by two. And uh, Radic, uh, now that you have hooves, uh, you're... This is, this is kind of a smaller one, but um, it has two smaller effects. Your jump distance has uh increased by 10 feet and also you have advantage on climbing checks cool 
Not All right. bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're lucky you got the hooves right before the uh, the mountain range. <laughs> and just to recap on this mountain range, uh, it it does seem to be made of made of obsidian. I, I apparently like obsidian because obsidian shows up all over like these arcs. But anyway, uh, every like edge where you might see like a rock jutting out is like razor sharp. Uh, and there aren't many like there's very few like good footholds. So navigating your way up uh, might be difficult. But in the meantime, uh, you are all uh, sleeping by the mountain ridge. And you wake up and you notice all these differences. What do you want to do? Oh, fuck, not again. Wait, what, what? Holy shit. <laughs> this is cool as fuck. Look at this. <laughs> you guys see this? In my dream again? Like, guys, did I, did I talk in my sleep of like, let me be a fish with the fishes. <laughs> I don't know. Sleep with the fishes. And then, go, have your, go, go shove your head in that puddle. Let's see if anything happens. <laughs> <laughs> there is no water around you. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> you can stick your head in the ash. <laughs> Who's Ash? <laughs> Ash Williams. Ash. No. Uh, <laughs> like catch him first. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I'm kind of I'm cool with what's going on, so it's not not much no sweat off my rock. Uh, so I'm I kind of like look around. I see. I try to look and see if we still have our hostage. Uh, yeah, he's still tied up. Okay. Is he is he cognic, uh, like cognizant? Is he? Awake? Uh, he seems to be like asleep, but like kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of like muttering under his breath. Okay. I remember last time when we tried to talk to him and he was just completely mad. Right. Can I go over? Wait. So since I have fired, I'm resistant to fire damage. Mm -hmm. Am I able to like, you like, am am I emitting a heat by any chance? Uh, not not like a dangerous heat. Okay. But, but like, like but I like to... before when you, since you're made out of rock and you don't really have like body heat, if someone were to touch you, they'd probably be transferring heat over to you. So like they it would feel cold. But now, you would feel kind of warm, like you just came out of the like like you just came out of the 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 dryer. Okay, so I wouldn't be able to go and cut off this guy's hands and then solderize or like cut no. cauterize. <laughs> okay. Um, well. I would like to maybe go over and chop his hands off, if that's possible. <laughs> Why? Rogmar, Rogmar's going hardcore on this one. Because this is a transformation that not only changed his body, but part of his rage-filled mind is now easing back in. But, yeah, I'm going to go over and I'm going to, like, use my greatsword and I want to chop off his hands. All right, Rogmar's going over. Sorry, what was that, Dan? Oh, Moondor says, how are we going to handcuff him? That's true. <laughs> I'm just like I didn't. I didn't think that far ahead. But I, I was gonna suggest that since there's a whole other thing we need to cross ahead, why don't we uh, send him across first, and then like see if we could trick him to walking forward through it, and then we could see what works and what doesn't. <laughs> I just imagine I got the sword like hanging up. I'm like, well, I was gonna cut off his hands so that he couldn't attack us, but maybe if we just made a really long leash. So I kind of sheath my sword and I look down. Do I have any rope? Do we have any rope? I'm sure you guys have rope. Yeah, I'm sure we could also take like a vine or something or just make a rope out of whatever's around. Just anything to constrict him. Yeah, let's put him on. Let's put him as. Let's let's have a let's have a little guide guide dog. 
mean, like, you know, I, when it comes to climbing, I can fly multiple ways. Well, yeah, you I'm could sure. take behind. You could, you could fly over. We could walk on the ground towards. Uh, do like, keep, I do, have... do keep in mind every time you've tried to fly, uh, it has been difficult to control uh, yourself while you're in the air because of this, because of the spinning air. Not saying you can't do it, but you will have to pass a check. You know, I was gonna suggest that, like, if we have snacks or something, we have him walk in front, or like, something, then we throw it in front, and he'll just follow it towards it, and then we can see what works and what doesn't. Well, try to get around this stuff, like a donkey with a carrot. Just, yeah, it's not a bad idea. I don't, I don't yeah, even think we really need to do that. No, I don't think so. No, I got like a lot of hemp rope. Um, <laughs> Well, um, but yeah, so like what's in front of us? Are we about to climb a mountain or go through Yeah, it's it's this it's uh, this uh obsidian ridge. Uh that's like fairly mountainous. Not like as big as a mountain. Uh more like a really really tall hill. But like because it's all uh sharp edges and stuff, it looks more mountainous than like than a hill. Okay, well I'm going to wake this guy up. Okay. Uh, uh we don't know. Hmm? We don't know his name. Nope. Or their na their name. Okay, well, I'm going to slap him awake, and I'm going to be like, <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Here's what's uh, going to happen. He's, he's like struggling against his binds, like gnashing his teeth at you. All right, yell, indistinguishable yell. <laughs> we're going to, here's what's going to happen. We're going to tie you up, and you're going to walk ahead of us. My buddy... Right here, he's gonna fly above us. If he sees anything, we're gonna use you as bait. You don't have much of an option here. Yeah, I don't think he's smart enough to understand a word you just said. Kill, 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 kill. Yeah, that's right, you'll be killed. <laughs> um, I start tying him up again and getting like a leash ready. And... I can always try to scare him because I have that mask. Just try to scare him up the mountain and then you know kind of like how the romans built roads of just where the cows go tracking where the cows go we can find our own road up the mountain that's a good Scaring idea his ass up the mountain All i right. like that idea a lot uh and this this is going to mechanically work uh a lot like um the other two skill check skill challenges you guys had to uh complete so uh you guys can come up with uh each of you will need to make a check uh, you're allowed to use any any of your abilities or skills or anything you can come up with uh, to try to make traversing this ridge uh, easier. Um, but keep in mind, with every area we go through, the DC is going to get higher. So if you if you like choose to use something you're not very good at, then that might not work out too well. If you do use resources like spells or class abilities that like actually expends that like actually has a cost, like a spell slot or a use of a battlemaster maneuver or like or your lay on hands or whatever. Uh, that will give you advantage on your skill check. So that will like, uh, so if you're actually expending resources, you'll do, a, you'll probably do a little better. Okay. Good to know. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm going to use the grave mask and try to, so we have them on the leash, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, so I'm going to put on this mask, boys. Look away. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want y'all to be scared. So I put on the mask and, uh, I show him his deepest fear. Uh, all righty. I'm gonna roll a wisdom saving throw for this guy. What was your DC? My spell save DC is 15. Okay, well I rolled a seven. 
Okay. <laughs> so you you walk up to him and put on put on this mask, and like while you're walking up to him, he's he's the whole time he's like ah, kill kill kill, and then you activate the mask. And he's like oh, oh, oh. and he's like Dan, cowering in fear. Does Dan have the ability to know what that fear is? Uh, they see it in their head, but Dan has no clue. Um, if, if Dan wants to describe what it is, you can go for it, but, like... I mean, if I... I mean, like, I don't know what's going through his head. Could I, like, make an insight, or... I'm kind of check to see, like, maybe what he's seeing, or... I... I don't, I don't think, like, with... Uh, I don't think an insight check, just, like, your general skill of reading people, is, like, gonna tell you what exactly he sees in his head. Um, yeah, you, you have no idea what could scare this Sky. person. <laughs> Wait, but if he's scared, then uh, just point... Oh, was it just keep making motions towards him whenever you need to, and he'll try to get far enough ahead. And then maybe he'll lead us up a way where, like, uh, it's unlikely that uh, River will probably be a way where we could get around a little easier. That's what I was thinking. So I was just like, as he's like, I'll be like, climb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, with him kind of leading the way, uh... I will say one of you has advantage on a survival check towards this okay. skill challenge. Whoever wants to make I, that can go I think for it'd be it. Dan because he's like right behind him. Okay. Or maybe um, my, I have advantage. I have seven on a survival check. And maybe you guys in the pat, like back will be able to see things that are coming up. So I don't know. What's your guys' survival at? Just so mine's have mine's at a four. Uh, mine's only at like a two. Right, it makes sense that the druid ranger is best at survival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'd be like, all right, I mean, you keep an eye in the back. You you know from us leading the way, you'll be able to see what's good and what's not good. So he all right. Uh, so this guy, actually, he did get a full rest, didn't he? Uh, mm -hmm. Same as you guys. So he's actually at full hit points. I'm just kind of like wimp whispering asleep. Kill. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when little Nicky sleeps. Oh, the blood of the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Dan, make a uh, survival check at advantage. Nice. Uh, that is, uh, but you actually get the roll again since it's advantage. Even oh, as a total of a twenty-four, uh, you went from uh, passing with a small margin to passing with flying colors. Up, boys it's easy <laughs> uh you watch you watch as like your hostage especially with like him being tied up and everything uh every time he falls he's getting like cut up he's like taking damage like because he's slipping on stuff and like hitting uh uh sharp ridges and he's like bleeding got like a couple gashes on his body uh but you're able to watch the uh for the mistakes that he makes uh and like not make the same mistakes uh, Rogmar and Radic, what do you guys want to do to contribute to the skill challenge? Um, I was gonna go with athletics just cause kinda goes without saying when it comes to climbing a damn mountain. True. Uh, and, uh, you would actually have advantage since, uh, you're goat hooves. Alright. You can jump yeah. also ten feet higher, too. Yeah. Alright. That, that is a 23. You guys are doing really, really well in the skill challenge, which is good, cause this one's kinda punishing if you fail. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you see, uh, uh, Radix also watching this warped person, uh, climb up the mountain, and is, like, 
eyeing good spots to to jump, and he's just like bounding from spot to spot, making his way up the mountain. Like a goat. Like a goat with three eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Radix turning into Baphomet. (laughs) Yeah. Do we need to make a sacrifice by the end of this game or something for us? I can can summon animals. If you need me to summon multiple goats, I can. Oh, man. All right, Rogmar, what are you thinking? Uh, Athletics as well. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the, one of the rules is you can't use the same skill twice. You motherfucker. <laughs> okay, can I use my strength? Um, you can do a raw strength if you want to. Um, but that is going to be a lower su- lower chance of success. And if you're not expending any resources, you will not have uh, any sort of advantage. Right. Um. Wouldn't you use your ring of jumping? Yes. I, I intend to use my ring of jumping, but... I'm trying to look at the things that I'm proficient with. Okay, uh, I'll try and use a stealth check, and I feel like the reason reason behind it is I'm trying to like sneak through the cracks and and like follow along with what they have been doing, you know? Okay, yes, yes, especially since you're like bigger, right? You need yeah. to t- you need to take a lot more care in avoiding the sharp ridges. I think exactly. Yeah. Okay. He's cool. Need out a rock. I rolled a nine. Oh, that's a failure, unfortunately. Do you have advantage on uh, your stealth checks? No. No, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't using my my ring of jumping because Liam decided to use athletics ahead before me. Uh, if you have any, if you have any spells that you think would be useful, let me take a look. We might we might be able to give you advantage. The ring wouldn't give him advantage. Uh, uh, he's not. He's not really jumping. Uh, is the he's thing. not using. That's right. Would I be able to use Blitz and Bash to help me out? I can see how Blitz and Bash would be useful, like like going along and like breaking like uh, pieces that are like uh, slippery too... zones, making them rough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say like... if, if you expend that spell slot, I think uh, that would work. All right. Or I wonder if I could throw down some more rope because um, I have like I for some reason I picked up a lot of hemp and rope. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nat twenty. That is a natural twenty. Hell yeah! Uh, nice. You guys went through went through this uh, ridge flawlessly. Well done. Um, so you guys are making your way up this mountain, uh, doing really really well. Uh, I don't think uh, Mundor, your bears aren't around anymore, right? No, they would have phased out because yeah, they they, they last like an hour, right? Okay, cool. Well then, uh, let's have a uh, squag. Yes, that's what I'm calling him. Continue to lead the way. <laughs> so, uh, how how hurt is uh, Squad looking like? Um, I'm gonna say he automatically fails this skill check. Um, so I'm gonna take the damage from one fail and just apply it to him. Uh, he takes uh, Squag, as you guys are calling him, uh, takes 20 points of slashing damage uh, from all the times he slips and falls. <laughs> Squawk. <laughs> uh, on the sharp ridges. All right. And uh, from those 20 points, is he looking bloody or does he look like he can do another round? Uh, he's he's looking okay. He's not he's not too badly hurt yet. Like he pro- he probably he probably looks worse than he is just cuz like um of how sharp these edges are. Uh, they make really clean cuts so like it bleeds really quickly. Uh but he's not looking like like he's uh, even bloodied yet. He's uh, he's just kind of hurt. Okay. 
We know what his AC is. I only ask because I'm thinking. I don't know if he would actually be willing, though, too. It's like giving him bark skin. Because, you know, if we're going down a coal mine, boys, we can't have a dead canary <laughs> in the cage. That doesn't That's do right. us any good. All right, you you wouldn't you wouldn't know what is uh well uh let's let me see. Can I fake punch him? <laughs> um, All right, that was an AC fifteen right there. <laughs> he's he's wearing studded leather, which is I think the same thing, some, some very similar to the armor I think uh both Mundor, excuse me, uh and Radic are wearing. Okay. All right, uh you guys are making your way up the mountain, um and as you uh. Or as you like reach the peak of the mountain, I need everybody to make uh, perception checks. This is hearing, uh, so your extra eye rating doesn't apply for this. All right, roll the 20, 23. 23. <laughs> Damn, Holy you guys were rolling so shit last session. Apparently, you're making up for it now. Every single yeah. one of them rolled 20 or higher. Oh, we're uh, back with a fire in our hearts. <laughs> like, I'm talking Good. like fire, like a uh, thirsty resurgence kind of fire. <laughs> Squawk the canary. Yeah. <laughs> squawk. Squawk. Um, squawk, squawk. All right. Uh, as you guys um, are reaching uh, the peak, you hear some, like, steps. But, like, uh, you know what? Um, you guys rolled high enough. This sounds like a four-legged, uh, hooved creature. Oh god, you didn't... Hmm? He didn't <laughs> take my, uh, my suggestion, did he? Uh, anyway, you hear heavy, heavy breathing. This, this thing sounds massive. I do... Insight or a nature check. Um... Uh, to get a feel for what this could be, or animal handling? Uh, I would say nature. Sure. Okay, I'll take nature. And also, and also, as as you hear it walk around, you hear kind of a, a a gross like squelching sound, as if someone's like stepping in like a thick liquid. Right. Um. Sorry. So for my nature, it's twenty. Nice. Um, this definitely sounds like something from like the the like megafauna like class of animal, like definitely big, uh, like. Enormous, really. Um, probably a third. You'd guess it has antlers. <laughs> okay. Can so can I see like what's in front of us? Is it, like trees and whatnot, or no? This is all like bare obsidian ridge. You just haven't quite made it to the peak. It just sounds like you're as you're heading toward it. You can't quite see over it, but like you can hear something uh, walking around over it. Am I able to, sorry, Liam, am I able to utilize Blitz and Bash to go over the ledge and, like, give me a visual representation of what is being, is there? What, like a pup, like hand pup, like hand or shadow puppets? Or... Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay, um, what, I guess, what, what would I use for that? Uh, I'm just going to say make a wisdom check. Okay. Just straight wisdom. Yeah. 23. All right. That's pretty good. Damn. You guys are really rolling really well. Um, uh, how do I describe hands, like, motioning? They're not doing sign language, <laughs> yeah. What Liam yeah, just they said, go, They go up to Radic and they just, like, start doing antlers, like, fucking bunk. Yeah, basically, wiggle. that's what, that's what they do. <laughs> I'm like, uh, alright guys, I feel like we're, we're dealing with some sort of, uh, antler being. <laughs> <laughs> and I just say, 
Oh, fuck. No. Why? No. Why? Have you Boys, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> I honestly can't tell big animals from hallucinations. So, after all these years... <laughs> I... So, after... After hearing and seeing what we've heard and seen, can is Radic able to gather that information and tell us what it is? Is that like a Liam information? Like a check from Liam? Um Well I think I think at this point, um uh with all this information, I'm thinking Moondor is probably getting an idea. Uh specifically oh. since Moondor kinda grew up in this area. Moondor? Sounds a lot like a moose. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, those, you know, unless it's a happy season, which is not happy for the rest of us. Nah, they're not bad. Fuck no, no, no moose. Fuck no. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Well, that's that's part of happy season. You don't fuck the moose. No, let's just <laughs> say, yeah. let's just say I've me, got a bad, bad history them. with moose. <laughs> Well, you know, don't, don't you worry. I also, you know, I got this little spell in my pocket that uh, it's worked in the past before, if I can share it with the group. Twice. <laughs> Polymorph. You know, we can also save that for later, but yeah, I can make that moose into a mouse, no problem. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, my accent keeps changing from episode to episode. I'm sorry, this is the, <laughs> these are the scales coming from me now. Whatever, just just do it. Just... Can we have Squawk go over first? Uh, yeah, if you want to. Okay, so kind of jostle his his leash a little bit, and I look over at Moondor, and I'm like, booga booga, <laughs> and it's like scare him <laughs> like, over. Like, yeah, we're we're pretty much at the peak of it, or is it like a landing that the moose is on, like moose and then us, or are we like here and then the moose is like. Uh, the, yeah, there's, the moose seems to be, like, on a landing of some kind that you guys are bo currently below. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I guess I could scare, scare Squawk, um, up a bit. Okay. Alright. Uh, so, go ahead. I, I have, like, a knife ready to cut his leash in case it goes bad. <laughs> okay. It's, like, finishing. <laughs> cut <All right>. the line! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, cool. So uh, you send Squag over the ridge, uh, and I'm, I'm I need to make a couple rolls to see what happens here. Are you guys are you guys like cresting the ridge to look at and see what happens, or are you? Uh, I, I feel like we're letting Squag go, and then we'll listen, and then personally, I'm gonna do like a Scooby Doo, and just like lift my face <laughs> over the ledge and like look over. Alrighty. Um. Cool. Uh, I need to roll quick uh, initiative checks to see who goes first. Because Squag did not make any effort to hide because he thought the scary thing was below him. <laughs> um, okay. Let's put. Let's whisper all these rolls so y'all can't see exactly what happens until you look. Let me let me play with my action figures for a second here. <laughs> That's not good for him. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, uh, you hear so. <laughs> I rolled really good. Okay. Um, so you send Squag over the ridge. It's like full-on World War One 
sending people over the ridge to charge the machine guns. Um, Squawk rushes forward, going, <laughs> running from the scary thing, and then stops and goes, <laughs> and you hear, <laughs> and silence. And uh, Rogmar Skibadooing see anything? Uh, Rogmar, mm-hmm. you see, you see a moose, uh, but it's a little different from most moose, let's put it that way. Uh, for example, for one, it is bigger. Uh, its fur is also all white. And in addition to that, uh, its eyes are like completely black with like re- with like red kind of swirling around in them. Who's Ichthyr? No. <laughs> uh, and on, on top of that, its antlers are covered in blood, but it doesn't look like blood that came from somebody else. This moose's antlers are like perpetually bleeding, constantly molting. Yeah, and and also, also every everywhere, everywhere it steps, it is leaving bloody footprints. This thing, from its hooves and from its antlers, it is just constantly bleeding, and the blood obviously stands out really well uh, against its white fur. And here, I'll just put the token on the board here for you, so y'all can see it. That's scary. That's very <laughs> scary. What a disgusting uh, fucking creature. <laughs> uh, and you see uh, Squog on the ground, just beaten to a bloody pulp. No longer alive? Uh, you can't tell from this distance. I was expecting you to say, to say that like he was like broken in half. Like, you know, <laughs> each half of him was sitting on the antlers. <laughs> Not quite. I dip my head below, and I'm like, Blood Moose, Blood Moose. (laughs) Great, Blood Moose. I tug the leash for Squawk (laughs) to come back. So you pull it? You you have to pull really hard to get him back. (laughs) I'm not trying to get him fully back. I just like a, you know, tug. You're like, come here. Come here. No response. Uh Doesn't look good here, boys. (laughs) Uh So uh, take a Blood Moose to a Blood Mouse. Yeah, is, M- is Moondor able to poke his head up and polymorph this thing? I mean, you could try. If you if you reveal your position and cast a spell, that is going to start initiative. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, can I look at it and do like an arcana check or a history check? or? Um, I don't really think that's necessary. I think it's pretty obvious uh, to Moondor what this is. This is a moose who, like many other things you've encountered so far, has been corrupted by whatever is going on here. Alright. People uh, are less than the target. Mental ability scores. And also pay, pay attention to the fine print of like a uh, polymorph. Um, mm-hmm. Keep in mind if you change it uh, to something that transformation only lasts an hour and if you do damage to it it reverts back to its original form. What if it does damage to itself? Uh, if it takes damage, it just goes back to its original form, assuming that it does enough damage to reduce that form to zero. Oh, okay. What if we could trick the thing into making it run off the mountain? <laughs> if we Can got I it scare- to charge and run over, kind of like... scary mass to scare the <laughs> moose off the forest? You could try. Oh, blood bear, well, I guess, you guys, you technically used it today. It's, it's a once-per-day thing. Uh, Was it a once-per-day thing? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, like, what if we did, like, a uh, Tremors thing where, like, we trick it into running towards us and then we just hop <laughs> out of the way so it jumps off, like, the canyon? I mean, you can That's certainly try. Anyway, that would be a good agility check. Uh, acrobatics, right? Just go full bullfighter. We just need to choose one of us to get his attention. I mean, who has the best athletics for... My athletics are eight, so... Uh, I'm, uh, athletics eight, and, uh, I also have a dexterity of seven. Okay. Yeah, my dexterity and athletics aren't that high. My athletics is, like, six. Oh, do we want to try to polymorph? And that's a fourth level spell, uh, from Moondor here. Uh, uh, and I only have two of those. Um. Yeah, so you don't want to, you don't want to waste them. Yeah. The other one I have saved is Watery Spear, Fear, Sphere, um, because, you know, we're going to be maybe encountering a fire at some point. So, right. I mean, I, I think I can use Polymorph twice, and we might have a rest in between. So, do we want to try to do the Bullfighter, or? I would. I, I, I like that okay. idea. No, Mostly just because I watched Tremors yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Rogmar with the, the highest athletics. Um, Alright. I guess I'm um, hopping it would, up. It would be acrobatics to move out of the way. Acrobatics. Oh, okay. As, I, if, oh. You're, if you're trying to, like, wrestle the moose or, like, stop it in its tracks, athletics would definitely be the way to go. But acrobatics is about being quick on your feet. So if, uh, that would be much more efficient in trying to, like, get out of its way. That I, have a ten of I have a ten of acrobatics. All right, it looks like right. it's uh, Radek. You gotta just deal with this, the moose. I just have this thing, I'm like, why are y'all looking at me? <laughs> I want you to search the Soleil, this motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck, am I going near that thing? You might have to. <laughs> You're the fastest. Uh, got uh, good berries for days. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Okay. All right. I back up towards, uh, just so like, uh, you know how, so I can time it. Like I'm back towards where the ledge is. Mm -hmm. So I just back up towards there and I need to set up a way to get his attention. All right. Are you climbing up onto the landing? Well, I'm backing up towards where the mount, where the, where the thing ends, like uh, where we just climbed up. You've been, so and uh, to be clear with the skill challenge and everything, you have been climbing for like a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, so like, I I'm just I'm just struggling to understand what exactly you mean. Where are you backing up? Uh, like to right where the edge of where the mountain ends, so we could like get oh, you, a run yeah, and start and jump off. You still have to climb it, though. Oh, oh, oh! I see. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. To get up on the landing, you'll have to do some a little more climbing. Uh, all the climbing has been done like uh, abstractly, so you don't have to worry about that too much. But do you want to get get up on the landing to where you can see the moose, or do you want to stay below the landing? Um, I get up on top of a landing so I could get its attention, and my plan would be to get the thing to march and, like, run towards so it could, like, you know, like, when you charge, you would probably get air going off the thing? Mm-hmm. So, like, my plan would be get his attention, have him run towards me, then I drop back down, and then he, uh, run, then he just runs and j essentially jumps off the thing. Oh, okay, okay, I think I, I think yeah. I understand. So you're trying to, like, get up on the landing, but, like, staying right by the edge, so you can, like, yeah. drop right back down. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, uh, well, I am going to put us into initiative now, uh, just so we can see the order of what happens here. 
Yeah, there you go. Radic, you react first. Uh, what are you trying to do to get this uh, Moose's attention? First, I, uh, what is it? I ready my bow, and I'm going to try and aim so I could get him provoked, and I start just shouting at him like, Hey, albino freak! <laughs> yeah, you're a really disgusting creature, aren't you? Well, come get some! So I shoot a loose an arrow at him. All right, make an attack roll. For those at home, we have no offense towards people who are albino or albino animals. True. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yep. Radic has no prejudice against albinos, just moose. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 15. Uh, unfortunately, 15 is not enough to puncture the... Uh, so your arrow actually does hit, but it doesn't seem to go in far enough to do much damage, to do any damage at all. Uh, functionally, mechanically, it's a miss, uh, but obviously it's not super hard to actually hit this thing. It's just, it just has a really hot, thick hide. Was it enough to get his attention? Uh, he turns and looks at you. Does he do anything else, or...? Uh, it's not his turn. Oh. <laughs> uh, did you want to make some sort of, like, uh, charisma check to try to get him to rush at you? Sure. Alright, uh, and you also, uh, okay, I'll say you can either take your second attack, or you can make a check to get him to rush you. Uh, I'm gonna go for charisma. Alright, cool. Or, like, just get him to do bad. Cool, make a charisma check. Damn it. Ooh, that is unfortunate. Uh, Rogmar, unless, uh, unless you had some blood moose. <laughs> uh, uh, unless Radek had anything he wanted to do with his bonus action. I guess try to shoot him again, see if that gets his attention. Uh, unfortunately, a bonus action, uh, you can't use to shoot. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I can do to get his attention. Okay, uh, well, if you don't have anything no. you, yeah, you want uh, that you can use as a bonus action, then uh, we'll move on. Right. Uh, uh, Rogmar, uh, you're watching this happen. You know the plan, and I don't know if you can see how well it's going or not, but if you wanted to prep a spell or, or do anything that Rogmar would do in this moment, uh, it is your turn. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't like seen how it's going down, but I am definitely aware that it's going down. Um... So, I think I will use, or uh, can I can I prep Ice Storm? Uh, do you want to cast Ice Storm, or do you want to hold it uh, in case something happens? Yeah, I'll hold it. Okay, uh, what what is the trigger for it? Like, I get to choose the trigger? Yes, so how holding, a, how holding, holding an action works is on your turn, you can specify an action you want to take, and what triggers that action. So, like, the, the simplest example is if someone moves within five feet of me, I hit them with my sword. Uh, right, but right. you have to be specific with your trigger. So, I think if it starts to charge, the moment it starts to notice and starts to charge, that's when it triggers Ice Storm. Like, I feel like if I hear it starting to, to clop, clop, because I still can't see everything, but the moment I, I hear it start to clop, 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 that's when Ice Storm triggers. Cool. Alrighty. It's now the Moose's turn. The moose turns and looks at Radek. Does a full body turn and looks right at him. The moose, Radek, makes eye contact with you. And in your mind you hear... Sleep. I need you to make a charisma saving throw. That is a 13. You just failed. Oh no. Radek... Collapses. Unconscious. Oh shit. You still have full hit points, but you are asleep. And that's the moose's turn. Moondor, you just heard Radic fall asleep. 
I just heard him fall asleep. Yeah, you you saw. Oh, it. So basically, from from your guys, from the two of you, your perspective, uh, yeah. you um, are sitting there waiting for the, your plan to happen. Rada gets up there, says what he says, fires off an arrow, uh, and then all of a sudden he falls over. Uh, you're, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So. I guess like I can kind of see this from where I'm at. Yeah, you 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 don't uh, see exactly, but you you understand exactly what's going on. Okay. I was gonna say like Lester Restoration won't work. Um, you don't know that. Well, it just says that it can only you touch a creature can end either a disease or one condition. Oh, okay, uh, you do know that then. Like, <laughs> Deafen, paralyzed, or poison. It doesn't mention sleep. I was I was trying to bait you into wasting a spell slot, but you outsmarted me. <laughs> I was trying to get, catch on to it. It's like, you don't know that, Dan. Oh, it turns out none of them are humanoids, Dan. I'm like, great, thank you. I'm so happy. He's like a level three on that. All right. I just like, I get up, I'm like, plan B, boys, polymorph. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to polymorph this moose because person jumping out of the way is incapacitated. All right, uh, that's charisma save, correct? Creature must make a wisdom saving throw to avoid the A effect. wisdom, okay. Uh, that is a dirty 20. That is a success. Uh, unfortunately, the moose um, resists your polymorph. I guess uh, Moondor just jumped up onto the ridge and, like, flailed his arm and yelled, Polymorph! And then nothing happens. So <laughs> he just, he does, uh, I would say, like, parents. what was that? Oh, you go ahead, you go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say the, the when you cast the spell on the moose, uh, its form like starts to shrink a little bit, but it like stamps its feet and just resists it. Like you can see like parts of it kind of like bubbling and shifting, but it manages to hold its form and all that stops. All right, and then I step in front of Radic and I just give it the meet meet the parents like two fingers in the eye, two fingers out, and that's <laughs> how I use uh, Slayer spray. All right. <laughs> All right, you get an extra d6 against this guy uh, on your first attack anyway. Perfect. That's your action bonus action. So, Radic, you're asleep. Uh, and you're having bad dreams again. Uh, <laughs> Am I dreaming about moose? <laughs> uh, you're actually back in a prison cell. Prison cell uh, and you hear screaming off in the distance. Uh, make another charisma saving throw. 20. Dirty 20. I... Uh, Okay, uh, you start to wake up. You rolled high enough where you actually managed to break out of this condition. And you, once again, are awake. But that is the end of your turn, unfortunately. So you're still on the ground, you are awake. Uh, but you're a little shaken from your sudden, uh, sleeping experience, I guess. Ah, oh, fuck my life. <laughs> Alright, Rogmar, your turn. So I'm still I'm still hiding. Yeah. And this moose hasn't charged, hasn't moved. Not yet. So our Blitz and Bash no, Blitz and Bash wouldn't be out right now. No, you used them while you were climbing and they only technically last a minute, so. Right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna jump up and I'm going to use my commander strike you take the attack action on your turn uh you can forego one of your attacks oh okay because i have two two attacks so i can still attack 
Um, but then my second attack, I can utilize one of those to use my commander strike. Yeah, in which you uh, get allow someone else to make an attack. Right. So I'm going to look at him, uh, and I'm going to pull out my longbow, which I have not used in a long time, and I'm going to fire one right between the eyes. I'm going to try. All right, make your attack roll. Uh, 12. Uh, you fire an arrow, and it like just clatters off one of the moose's antlers. And I go, Radic, now's your chance. So I used one of my superiority die, right? To mm-hmm. use my, yeah. Yeah, uh, so Radic, you can, uh, but um, reminder, uh, Radic is currently prone. Uh, he's lying down on the ground, so he would have disadvantage on any attack you would make. And then I look at him again, and I go, never mind, Mundo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I give him a look like, fucking moron, look at me. <laughs> All right, uh, Mundor, you can use your reaction to make an attack. I can use my reaction to make an attack? Yeah. Okay, so I guess, how far away is it? Uh, it's not super far away, it's like 40 feet away. 40 feet away. Okay, so then I guess I'll use, like, my longbow. All righty. Oof, you guys' luck ran out, that was a nine. That one just goes wide. I was just, like, not prepared and still doing the eye thing. And it's like, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So you guys are all up on the ridge now. Rogmar, did you want to do anything else with your bonus action? Oh, no. you Commander Strike takes up your bonus action, doesn't it? Uh, No, it says an attack action. Yeah, you uh, sacrifice you an attack. attack. Sorry, read through. You f- yeah, you forego one of your attacks and use a bonus action. Oh, okay. 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 So, cool. so yeah, I I forego my bonus action. That's right. All right. Cool. Um. All right. Uh. Did you want to move at all? I do not. All righty. Cool. Next up is the uh, the infernal moose. All right, I like the I like the name blood moose better. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that. Uh. The blood moose looks at the three of you and starts making weird like vomiting motions. Like like it's, it's like watching a very very large cat cough cough up a hairball. But like coughs something up and catches in its it catch it catches it in its mouth, and like bites down, and opens its mouth, and just this cone of blood fires out of its mouth at the three of you and, and just like coats all of you and need everyone to make a Constitution saving throw. That's this is fucking exorcist shit. <laughs> I rolled oh, sorry. A oh no, twelve. And All right, uh, with, and this, so uh, seven and a seventeen for Ragmar. Uh, those who failed take thirty acid damage, and uh, Ragmar, you passed, so you take fifteen acid damage. So I take thirty. Yeah, as as you were just like coated in this bl- in this blood, Ragmar, you ma- you managed to avoid like kind of the worst of it, uh, but as this blood makes contact with your skin or your stone, uh, it actually starts to burn. Like, like, like it's like real acid. Uh, and also, uh, because you two failed, uh, Moondor and Radic, uh, I need you guys to make another constitution saving throw or become poisoned. Uh, unfortunately, that is, uh, a fail on both accounts. Uh, uh, Radic with a natural one and Moondor with a 12. Uh, you were both poisoned until the end of your next turn. So what that means is you, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Uh, but that is the moose's turn. Moondor. Um, so, yeah, I don't like being poisoned very much. Um, 
So I'm thinking, can I use uh, Lesser Restoration on both me and Radic, or only one person at a time? Uh, only one person at a time. But keep in mind, uh, th this is only this only lasts till the end of each of your turns. So after after this turn, you will not be oh. poisoned anymore. So if you were to use it on yourself, it would it would effectively be wasted. Okay, but yeah, it's not worth it. All right, on that note, I'll uh, go to use between Hunter Sense and Entangle. Actually, uh, I will use Hunter Sense. Okay. Um, I was going to say, like, every time I've used Hunter Sense, you're like, they're not immune to anything. They're not weak <laughs> to anything. Well, uh, this moose is immune to acid damage, for one. And is resistant to bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing from non-magical weapons. Um, and is also resistant to poison damage. I think for most of us, we have magical aspects to our weapons. You do now, so yeah. I think that will counteract the resistances. As a bonus action, I'll use Ensnaring Snite. How does that work? Staring strike uh, next, next time you hit a creature with a weapon before the spells ends, which is up to a minute. Um, mass of thorny th vines will appear at the point of impact, and the target must succeed a strength saving throw. Restrained. It is a larger creature; it does mm -hmm. get advantage. This, yeah, this creature is c creature is considered huge. Oh. Uh, which means oh, it, which means it has advantage. It doesn't change from large to huge according to the spell. Oh, okay. But okay, cool. So the next time you make an attack on your next turn, uh, it'll have to make a strength saving throw. Perfect. All right, Radic. Uh, how far away is he again? Uh, about forty feet. Right. I'm. Do you think it's enough for me to use the gun, or is it? Uh, the blunderbuss uh, is a is a fifteen foot cone. Shit. Right. And remember, yeah. your your yeah, blunderbuss is non magical. Yeah. But you you would not be making any rolls. He you except for damage. He you'd be forcing him to make a saving throw. But um, keep in mind you will be doing half damage with your blunderbuss. Right. I'm trying to think of how to uh, of how to go about fighting this guy. But I guess I'm just gonna prepare for an action when I do have um, advantage. Uh, I'm going to uh, attach a uh, uh, what is it a uh, smite onto my bakillage so I just and just prepare an action for the next round. Uh, okay, so uh, you wh which smite are you are you casting on it? I'm thinking searing smite. All right, so you, so you light your sword up on fire, uh, and then hold an action to attack when it gets within range. Yep. All right, uh, that's your action and bonus action. Uh, I assume you stand up. Yes, would kind of go both yeah. sides. I'm not <laughs> just gonna prepare her lying on the floor like, oh man, man. <laughs> Alright, Rogmar, you're up. Oh, um, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, I just realized I don't know if I need to roll or if Liam also needs to roll for poison damage. No, 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 no. Uh, oh. Basically, uh, it, it basically just gives you a disadvantage on attacks and saving throws until the end of your next turn. It's nothing you need to save oh. against again. Okay, cool. I just want to play fair. I was like, yeah, all good. played so much Pokemon that it's like, Andrew, your turn. Been affected by poison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Okay, well, I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> so I pull out my greatsword, 
and I look him dead in the eyes, and I look, I say, "Come get some," and then I rush over, or I guess he's within range. Ah, uh, he's forty feet away. He's forty feet, and I have a speed of thirty. Okay. Use so. something range. <laughs> I, but he's, case. but I don't have any ranged magical weapons. So, well, yeah, all my weapons are... I guess Blitz and Bash, I could cast them again. Yeah. Um, but they uh, they don't really do much in the realm of, like... They're bludgeoning, but okay. They're, for, they're um, force damage. Right. So I still pull out my sword, and I still say, come get some. And as I'm, I'm like, holding my, my greatsword, I go, it's time to bash and <laughs> blitz. I mean, it's time to blitz and bash. And then I cast Blitz and Bash. All right. 16. Uh, the Blitz and Bash appear and, like, try to get a hold on the moose to, like, do some damage. Uh, but it is, like, throwing them off with his antlers. You guys, you guys, uh, that was a 16, by the way, for the folks at home. Uh, you guys were rolling super good during the skill challenge. And your luck just left you for the fight. <laughs> can I get into a spot? Like, can I move, like, 10 feet so that I'm still with, uh, like, because my speed is 30, so. Oh, yeah, for I, sure. It, at like 10 feet, I would then be within range where I wouldn't be at a disadvantage, right? Yeah, for sure. Or give or give them an attack of opportunity. Okay, so I move, I sneak in, or I move a couple feet while he's like apprehend or being dealing with blitz and bash. All right, cool. Oh, uh, you still have your action. Oh right. Oh yeah, because I guess I can. My move is a bonus action, isn't it? Uh, you mo- you have you have a movement which is just separate from your actions, uh, and but then you used your bonus action to cast blitz and bash. Um, okay. Well then, yeah, I'm gonna attack with my greatsword. Uh, well, the thing is, you can't reach him with uh, with your greatsword. Oh, correct. I mean, you can like prepare like a smite like uh, radict. Yeah, or you could you could right. hold your you could hold your action to hit him if he gets close to you. You could cast uh, uh, a spell with your action. Well, because this... I'm still holding, I'm still holding uh, that one spell, waiting for him to charge. Uh, that would uh, that would have gone away after the first round. Oh, I see. Yeah, you, you, okay. the, the trigger for that spell didn't happen. You're, and so once your turn around, turn comes around again, it refreshes. Okay. Yeah, so I can't cast anything else. I don't have any ranged weapons. I, I mean, you, really you, you can still cast a spell as your action. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Um, let's go with Ice Storm, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What exactly does Ice Storm do? Can you put- Ice Storm. Uh, a hail of rock-hard ice pounds to the ground in a 20-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Each creature, creature in the cylinder must take a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 2d bludgeoning damage and 4d cold damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Um, hailstones turn the storm area of effect into difficult terrain until the end of your next turn. All right, cool. Well, I rolled an 8 on the dexterity save, so roll that damage. Um, I still have to cast it, though, right? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, there. Rolled the damage for him. Uh, that, and that's magical bludgeoning and magical cold. Perfect. Uh... So the ice storm, uh, you you conjure a bunch of like hail that like just plummets down on, on the moose, and it does seem to, it it does some damage to it as it cannot get out of the way. This is the first damage that has been done to it. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> All right, and uh, that reduce in that means uh, he has half speed because he's in difficult terrain as well. So that reduces his speed down to thirty, uh, which means he can you move ten feet forward, right, Rogmar? Yeah. All right, so that means with, I'm within range. Yeah, that means he can actually get up to you. Uh, you see him like uh, do that thing that like animals do in movies, where they like they claw one hoof against the ground right before they charge, and just rushes forward. 
and is going to try to ram you. Oh, God. Uh, that's a 28. Yeah, that hits. I think that hits. All I'm right. a 19, so. All right. 19, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay, That's cool. my... Our AC is 19. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, you take 18 damage, 11 of that bludgeoning, uh, 7 of that acid. And you need to be you need, you need to make a, a DC 14 strength save, uh, or be knocked prone. A DC 14 strength save. So yeah. I just roll my my saving throw. My yeah, strength, strength saving throw. Uh, and I'm also up. keep in mind you have uh, Radix um, aura of protection bonus, so you get to add his charisma bonus to it, since you're still within ten feet of him. What's your charisma bonus? Yeah. My charisma bonus is uh, eight. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, uh, just just your charisma, no proficiency or anything, which I believe should be plus five. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so 16. Uh, okay, yes. cool. Uh, we'll have to keep that in mind because I've been forgetting a lot, but Radic as a paladin, you do have a aura protection, which whenever someone is within 10 feet of you, they get your charisma bonus added to all their saving throws. But yeah, keep that in mind. Uh, we've been forgetting that, uh, or at least I've been forgetting that uh, for a long time, but we'll have to keep that in mind. All right. Okay, uh, well, you, with the 16, you make the save. Uh, and he's going to make a second attack with his uh, antlers and ram you again. That's a natural one. That's a big old miss. Nice. Uh, so the first one, the first one, he, like, strikes you with, like, the center of he his head right in the gut. And then he moves backwards and, like, comes at you again. And, Rogmar, you, like, uh, these antlers are coming straight for you. And you just grab the antlers and just stop the moose in its tracks. That's metal as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. And because my hands are made out of magma, is it doing anything? No. <laughs> Shit. Oh, they're not made out of magma. They're made of obsidian. But yeah. Gives you a resistance to fire damage. All right. Uh, Moondor, you're up. Entangle the fucker. Well, but now but now he's close to um, Rogmar. Yeah, um, but keep in mind, if you entangle him, um, that would still restrain him if you, if, if you succeed. Which gives him yeah. disadvantage on attacks and people advantage on attacks against him. Very fair. I just like was worried about getting us all in that sphere. Well, that's um, let's think. If you're okay. doing if if you're doing entangle, then yeah, it's a big uh, area. But this is a fairly big area. You could target only one person. But you also cast ensnaring uh, ensnaring strike, which means if you hit them, then it'll do like kind of the same thing, but on a single target. Yeah. A single target. It's just yeah. more opportunities to fail. Uh, I guess only like one thing is mm -hmm. I was just looking back on the blood spray attack. Yeah. Uh, and he was 40 feet, and it says the blood cone is 30 foot cone. Is that like width or is that like distance? I'm oh, just, you're like, right. Wondering. That's 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 a mistake on my part. Uh, okay. He should he should have he should have had to move uh, 10 feet closer to do that. That's my bad. All right. So did he? Because like yeah, I'm just thinking because like if he did move that 10 feet, then. Um, yeah, it's just it's just it's just kind of too far back to retcon is the thing. If it was like yeah. one turn back, yeah, sure, we'll go back and do that. Uh, but that it, yeah. but unfortunately, it's just it's we did, we did, okay, we'd have to, we'd have to change so many things at this point. No, I was gonna say like there's so many factors that go into. It, I just wanted to like yeah, but thank you thank you for correcting me. That was my mistake. Oh, that's okay. That's all good. I was just like, well, I know there's a lot of stuff, but I was like, yeah. wait a minute, thirty, <laughs> and then he was forty. But you know, we're also not in front of a board and seeing this right. Yeah. Now. You pesky um, Percy. <laughs> yeah, like what I what I love about D and D is it's almost like a you know like a law show. It's like in this book. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is this is what. Against the DM. Yeah. This this is what's known as known as rules lawyering. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to in Thunder and Dragons. Junk. 
<laughs> not, right. not, not even kidding. There's uh, one of the D and D sh- uh, podcasts I listen to. Not another D and D podcast. And uh, one of their one of their uh, shows when they're not doing their main campaign is D and D Court, where people email in like uh, debates they've had at the table, and the players and the DM like rule on them. It's pretty funny. That's but funny. Any- but anyway, moving on. Uh, Either way, uh, Mudor. So I guess I guess Ensnaring Strike would do a similar thing to Entangle, but wouldn't take up the same area. Correct. Um, Alright, so I guess I'll first use a bonus action of my Hunter's Mark. So I have Slayer's Prey and Hunter's Mark and in Searing's Knight. And then I'll do a Longbow attack. Alright, go for it. Make your attack roll. I believe I get a bonus attack too, or is that only if I don't use a bonus action? Uh, you have extra attack, so you get two attacks. Okay. That is unfortunate. That is a nine. That's a miss. But you do have a second attack. Go for it. Ooh, come on, twenty. A dirty twenty <laughs> does hit. Dirty twenty. All right, so roll that dirty damage. Twenty degrees. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, piercing. Uh, and uh, then I think I, I add an just, extra two d six. Yeah, but well, uh, you rolled the attack again. Just click longbow in the oh. chat, and it'll, it'll roll the longbow damage. In the chat. Okay, I was like, damn, I did twenty six. Awesome. <laughs> Don't know how I did it, but I did it. All right, and roll another two d six. Six. All right, so that's 14 damage so far, and then I uh, uh, put ensnaring strike in the uh, uh, chat, so I can see exactly what it does. Must succeed on a strength saving throw or res- be restrained by the magical binds until the spell ends. He has advantage because he's huge. Um, if the target succeeds on the uh, save, the vines trip away. While restrained by by the spell, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. Okay. Uh, so he's gonna make a strength save with advantage. Uh, that's a total of a 26. Uh, unfortunately, so these vines, like, pop up out of the obsidian and start, like, wrapping itself around, uh, the moose. But the moose just shrugs it off without a problem. You figure this thing is, uh, extremely strong. But he does take the damage from the hit there. Seems like its strength is really at 11. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, like, shut up, Dan. <laughs> uh, I'll also make sure I'm at least like 25 feet away from the moose, so I'll back up. Okay, cool. I'm in the point of combat, but just in case I want to entangle. Alrighty. Next up is Radic. Alright, I'm going to take the action I had prepared from the last round and just rush the damn thing. Alright, you move up and attack. Uh, unfortunately, 12 is not going to hit. Uh, but you do have second attack, and a 26 is definitely going to hit. Uh, go All ahead right. and roll your damage. Don't forget your searing smite. Damage first or smite first? Uh, damage first. Alright. Uh, sneak attack does apply since you have someone... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was a lot of damage. Oh my god. That was 32 points of damage. That's really not that much damage. Yeah, it could be a lot more. <laughs> Considering wait, you, no, you almost, almost one-shot my hag in our first fucking adventure. How about a little more? <laughs> a little more? A little more? All right, what level am I rolling this at? Uh, what level can I roll it at again? Oh, that's up to you. Uh, any 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 spell level that you have available, which uh, I think, I think you've wanted to. Yeah, there you go. All right, that is another four fire damage. And does it need to make a save of any kind? Uh, let me pull it up really quick. Because I think I think that might be on subsequent turns. Because uh, it because you set it on fire basically. Next oh. time uh, you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, your weapon flares with 
white hot intensity and the attack deals an extra one uh, uh was it one d6 fire damage to target and causes the target to ignite in flames at start of each turn until the spell ends the target must make constitution saving throws on a uh, failed save it takes uh, 1d6 fire damage on a successful save the spell ends if the target or creature within five feet of it uses action to put out the flames or if uh, some cr uh, some of other effect uh, deuces the flames such as being submerged in water the spell ends all right uh sorry it was con constitution saving throw at the beginning of its turn is that what you said yes okay cool uh so radiant comes in and deals uh, a big blow uh, to the moose, uh, and you might have noticed that I rolled a d6 uh, in the chat there, and got a six. Uh, the moose starts kind of doing that coughing thing again, as if it's bringing something else up. Uh, Radic, I believe you still have a bonus action if you wanted to use it. All right, I'm backing up now just to make sure I'm trying to break out of range. Uh, if you if you move out of this thing's range, it is going to make an attack of opportunity against you. All right, then uh, I just I guess I just prepare for another attack. Alrighty. Rogmar, your turn. Okay, so I'm I'm holding on to the antlers. Mm-hmm. Wrestling with it. I'm gonna give him a little shove back and then go for my greatsword again and go for a strike. Alright, make your attacks. And while I'm doing this, while I'm in the midst of this, Blitz and Bash are there to, to give me some backup. So Perfect. I'll roll Blitz and Bash first. Go for it. Tw natural Ooh, 20. That's a crit, boys! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's flip the cow. So, so <laughs> can I explain that that, what I, male or female cow? So, so while I'm holding on to the antlers, Blitz and Bash come in and like spiritually, like spiritually come over my hands and like grab on, and I pull away in the midst of it. So now they're wrestling with the with the moose. Nice. And then they give them the shove back, and then go for like a double eyeball punch. Nice. They, they do. They do like uh, in the in the new Planet of the Apes movies. Whenever apes fight, they just slam their fists down on his face. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Make your sword attack or do your damage first. Perfect. Ooh, big rolls too. That was almost Ooh. maximum rolls. Holy shit. Almost. Oh, yeah. Damn. Your good rolls are back. That's a uh, 19 ah. points of damage from a spiritual weapon. That's a hell of a lot. And I go hell yeah. And then I. Roll my greatsword, 21. That's a hit. Um, can you give me a, I have had it with this motherfucking moose on this motherfucking mountain? <laughs> Not yet. And then that's for 14 slashing oh my God. and 13 thunder. Jesus. Oh my so that's total of Rogmar's back, baby. He's yeah, pissed. Man. He's covered in fucking blood and magma and obsidian. He's just ready to oh, fuck uh, shit up. I totally forgot about this. Uh but this Blood is the first this is the first uh round where you guys have made melee strikes again against it, I believe. Uh but you you are supposed to be taking 2d6 acid damage every time you hit it as blood sprays on you. Uh, uh so Radic will do yours first. Uh Radic takes 5 acid damage. Right. And Rogmar takes 8 8, eight acid eight. damage. Okay. Right. If there were melee strikes before that, it's too late for that. But anyway, Okay, uh, I'm like, ow, ow, I've had it with this motherfucking moose on this motherfucking mountain. Perfect. And I go again, 16. 16, Not unfortunately, bad. is a miss. I'm like, <laughs> just swipe up, and I just, like, miss him. I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this moose, uh, now, that, now, now that it's, like, actually in range of the, uh, the blood spray attack, and I rolled a six to recharge it, uh, it is going to reposition itself a little bit. 
Um, let's see, Moondor was uh, was 10 feet behind Rogmar, correct? And then moved 25 feet? Yeah. Made sure to be at least 25 feet away. Yeah, so I think you are... So that would mean you're about 35 feet away from the moose now, which, you lucky bastard, you're just outside of the blood spray range. Uh, but I do need con saves from both Rogmar and Radic. Roll the 10. That's a failure on Rogmar's part, and a failure... 11. And a failure on Radix's part. Uh, oof, that's 40 points of acid damage. Jesus Christ. I'm at oof. two hit points now, boys. I am at seven hit points. <laughs> the moose is not looking good either, for your information. It's not looking good. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, like, boys, let's flip the... Uh, if you guys have seen Clone High, it's like, did you see the pool? They flipped a bitch. <laughs> Uh, I have now not I'm seen saying, that. Let's, let's, let's flip this moose, but All right. if, if we can maybe kill it in a couple turns. Then. Uh, if you guys have another turn uh, like you just had, it'll go pretty well for you. Um, but I do need a second pair of con saves from Rogmar and Radic. Oh, God. 18. That's a pass. 10. Uh, Rogmar, you are poisoned until the Damn end of it. your next turn. Uh, and that's the moose's turn. Moondor. Um, so as a quick note, because I, uh, I just realized I tried to use Ensnaring Spite, which is a concentration with, um, Hunter's Mark, but the Hunter's oh. Mark came later. So right, I forgot about that. doesn't really affect anything because it didn't really work out, so no worries. Uh, but just as a note for next time. For sure. I and like we, we can also, there. we can also say that, uh, you cast Hunter's Mark after, I guess you hit with it. It doesn't matter. We'll move, we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I just want to mention for next time because I know, like, we're like, oh, for sure. Um, yes, I was gonna use like Moonbeam, but then like everyone's really close to it, <laughs> and I would like Piccolo all of you guys in the first couple. Of <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. This is all for the nerds out there who know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is a D and D podcast. I think that's a predominant part of our audience. This is true. That's what I'm hoping for, but um, I guess. It's like a, a druid. There's so many cool things I want to do, but I guess like um, another thing I realized, I have an elemental um, quiver. You do. I just remembered that. Oh yeah. Um. So I guess like with that, like if I was to call ice, would it freeze it? Like if I was to call um, lightning, would it shock it, or would it only do like additional damage based on its weakness? If I was to call that. Uh. Up? Let me quickly pull up the elemental quiver. Magic items. Elemental quiver. Uh, this quiver seems to include an endless, uh, an, to include an endless number of arrows. Additionally, it has five charges as a bonus action. A charge can be spent to create a magical arrow that deals an additional 2d, 2d10 fire, cold, lightning, thunder, poison, or acid damage. So it's your choice out of those, uh, six types of damage. Uh, the quiver recovers all charges, charges at the end of a long rest. Okay, so I can add another additional d6 if I was to choose... Something that's not poison or acid because that's what it's resistant to, right? Uh, 2d10. 2d10 damage. 2d10. All right, boys. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... <laughs> I get five of these arrows per charge. Uh, per, per day, you can use a bonus action to summon one of these arrows. Yes. Okay. Five times per day. Yeah. Okay, five times. All right, cool. Well, I mean, with everything I have set up, uh, I'll just do a... Like another longbow. Did I not do anything special to this longbow? Uh, I just I think it's just a plus one longbow. 
Yeah, I think it's just I gotta I gotta spend some monster parts on it. <laughs> Come on, longbow. Ooh, uh, a dirty twenty is gonna hit. All right, so I'm gonna use um, magical one with uh, ice ice wait, baby. Wait, hold on, Perfect. Dan. Why would you if uh, does uh, there's one thing I was gonna ask really quick. I, in case I missed thing, did you roll the um, for the moose of a constitution for him being on fire? I didn't. I didn't. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, remember, if he's on fire, you're going to put the ice might interfere with that. Uh, then okay. I might add um, fire so to it what, instead, because I'm uh, like, Yeah, you can, you can do fire. Um, a 14. What's your what's your spell save DC, Radic? Um, 16. 16? He rolled a 14. He fails. So that means he takes an additional 1d6 fire? Uh, Yes. Alright, he takes another two fire damage and is still on fire. Alright. Well, he's gonna be extra on fire because I changed from ice to fire. <laughs> with this 20 roll. Alright, oh. uh, so roll your longbow damage. Roll 2d6 and then roll 2d10. Longbow. Alright, that's uh, 10 damage. 2d6. That's 18 damage total. Then 2d10. Correct. Damn! Holy shit. 15. So that's a total of 18 plus 15. Uh, which would be... 18 plus 33. 33. It had 32 hit points. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, how does your arrow, uh, finish this moose? Moondor just realized he needs to stop transforming into animals so much because he can be a BA with a bow. You're a fucking uh, ranger! <laughs> You're a ranger! And a druid. I know! And a druid. I, uh, I guess I just say, like... No, they say you can't fight fire with fire. Let's give this a shot. And yeah, <laughs> so many eye rolls. There were three <laughs> puns. That was that was multi. That was a multi-layered pun. That was uh, that was that was punception right there. All right. Um. Uh. So you like, fire. Yeah. Shoot it. yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you fire this arrow. It enters right into the moose's eye, and the fire of the arrow explodes out and, like, sets this acidic blood on fire. And now this moose is just rushing around, uh, screaming in pain as, like, it, as, like, its antlers and its whole body just, like, starts to incinerate and turn to ash. And you have won the combat. No wow. monster parts, though. Or can we get monster ashes and save that? <laughs> uh, like, like last time, we'll roll for monster parts, uh, at the end. Well done. You have defeated the Blood Moose. I really hope you call this episode Blood Moose. <laughs> That's a good idea. Blood Blood Moose Rising. Yeah, yes. There you go. Yes. <laughs> blood Moose Rising. I love it. <laughs> Is the territory we're in called Moose Jaw? <laughs> <laughs> the sculpture comes to life oh, at night. One of, my, one of my favorite things is when we say, oh, that should be the episode title during a session because then I don't have to think of one. There you go. <laughs> All right, well done, everybody. That's a that's a big old W. Came close there, but you did win. By the way, now that we have a moment, I want to try and cure my wounds. Go for it. Yeah, Go for it. Me too. Are we are we gonna get a chance to rest or? Um... Uh, that is up to you whether you want to rest or not. Uh, but it's I need like... to quickly make a bunch of rolls here. Hold on, I'm just can I cure my wounds first, really quick? Uh, no, this represents something that was happening during the fight. Oh, all right. Okay, also, that's all I need to do. So I'm good to uh, do it now? Yeah. I would say, like, Lee, oh, I guess, yeah. I mean, either whether we take a rest or we use our spell slots. Like, we should if we probably rest, just rest. Then doesn't, we don't need to roll spells. 
I don't know, last, we, each time we go down, we end up turning into, uh, freaks of nature, and we have some kind of effect. But so far, they've been beneficial. But for all you know, we're gonna start to be very, very bad. For all I know, I'm gonna get, uh, elf cancer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm pretty sure in the, uh, in the afterlife, there's, there's some radiation for your elf cancer. I think we're okay. <laughs> I think, I think we should take a rest, personally. I mean, uh, um, let's, let's we... take a scope of our environment first. So yeah, we knew there was we... a blood moose here, but was there anything else like watching us? Does this or... look like a good area to camp? Or are there like some blood cougars or some blood goats? Or, <laughs> or is um, or is uh, Squog still alive? Or is he dead? Or uh, you can go check him. I'll, right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go check Squad because I never mentioned leaving the rope. <laughs> the whole time you just drag him time. around. okay? <laughs> this is K two um, all over again, even though K one hasn't happened yet. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, for those uh, for those wondering what I rolled, I rolled three d twenty in the chat. Those are Squog's death saving throws. Mm. I rolled a six, a five, and a natural one. Squog is fully dead. <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't really care anyway. I was, I was, really, you didn't care. I was half expecting you to take him home and turn him into a love slave again. No, oh, I, I did not my... turn Kevin Bacon into a love slave. <laughs> one of my buddies, ish, ish. Yeah. He knew a guy that knew a guy that knew my sister. <laughs> oh, you guys sent him into a dangerous situation, and when he got knocked out, you just left him. So he died. <laughs> <laughs> if I had rolled well on his death saves, he'd still be alive, but I rolled terribly. Yeah, so I, I mean, guess... like, at any point, either of us could have, like, cured his wounds a little bit and, like, brought him <laughs> from the point of death, but no. He just, he only needed, he only him. needed one hit point. <laughs> exactly. I could have thrown him a good barrier. I could have made that, like, an archery point. Like, yo, can I, can I, like, toss this, like, hair pong? Like, <laughs> just toss it on his body. Pong? Uh, can I give him a pat down to see if he had anything on him? Sure. I know that we probably should have done that before, but. Yeah, you, you go over, uh, and, I. Uh, for one, you can kind of see the manner of his death. Uh, his ribcage has been completely caved in. It looks like he was knocked over and then just stomped on by the moose. Uh, he's in real bad shape. And he's dead. And you can dead. you can search him, for sure. <laughs> That's the bad shape he's in. He's yeah. dead. <laughs> the worst shape to be in. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a pat down, see if okay. I can find anything. Uh, since it's all... Since it's, <laughs> since it's sort of just a red mess at this point, uh, make an investigation check. A natural one. <laughs> uh, you know in 1917, when he puts his hand in the person's body? Mm-hmm. You do that accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and then it just grosses you out, so you stop looking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making an investigation now. All right, go for it. Uh, ten. Uh, ten is the DC to find this thing. Uh, you, you search his... You, you find a blood-stained charred journal. Ooh. Uh, and I can actually show it to you guys. Uh, if someone can, uh, uh, Radix, since you found it, uh, could you please read it out? Uh, most of the journal is charred and torn, but there are a handful of surviving words, phrases that stick out to you. Warped and twisted, uh, enormous burning tree, old druid grove, fa uh, find Ilthor. Uh, disturbing sight, ch changed bodies, hooves, physical effect, demon, various. Victorious. Um, what? Oh, victorious. Um, 
went mad, killed three, disappeared, kill, kill, kill. At least the lyrics for your new metal album, Lucas. Ultra <laughs> <laughs> Grove. No, uh, and Moondor, Moondor, you would recognize the name Ilthor as the druid who trained you. Okay, I was gonna ask if I can do a history or anything like yeah. that on it. Yeah, that was that's someone you would 100% rec uh, recognize the name of. Um, he was he was the guy who gave you uh, the drugs when you ascended to godhood in the hut. The gateway. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna catch on later on too. Gateway drug. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I've been watching Murdoch lately, and they make all kinds of like historical puns of like, I think I'll call these X-ray glasses. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, Moon Moondor, you said you wanted to get a. Uh, uh, a view of your surroundings? Yeah, I guess, uh, like, but while Ray Dick's reading this out, can I do, like, a history or an insight check to see if anything, like, sticks out to me, or, like, is me um... a That's So Raven flashback? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, you would, you would recognize, uh, the name Ilthor as the druid who, who, uh, trained you, as we said. Uh, the old druid grove is where he lived, uh, and, yeah, do a quick, uh, history check. This is a pretty low DC, but we'll see. Pretty low modifier. All right. Well, the DC was five, so eight makes it. Oh. Uh, the old Druid Grove. You kind of look around at your surroundings, and you kind of have a vague idea of where you're from, or where where like uh, where you are. Um, the old Druid Grove is where the enormous burning tree is. Mm. That's where the old Druid Grove Grove was. Mm. The rest the rest of this seems to be pretty consistent with. Uh, what you experienced speaking with the warped people, uh, and and sort of uh, observing them. Okay, so we can kind of like deduct that it's like unholy, um, like yeah, this is like maybe demonic in some ways because there is like a reference to demons and because demons and possession and spells are very different things in D and D, if I'm mm -hmm. correct, True. right? So, for us to know it's demon-esque doesn't mean it's necessarily magic. So, like, dispel magic wouldn't be... Yeah, well, it wouldn't It wouldn't be necessarily be a spell, but it's yeah. certainly magical. Okay. Um, interesting. So, I yeah, guess... Yeah, I guess, I guess that would be your first sort of, like, real solid clue at, like, this is something to do with demons and demonic energy. Yeah, so that, that would be a good insight. I guess before we take a rest, um, okay, okay, no, first I'm going to check out the area, and I'll give other people a turn, and then another, then I want to try to cast, like, Dispel Magic before we take a rest to see if it does anything, and if I can okay. use this on other people. Um, <laughs> Alright, um. This is your brain without drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, sure, okay, uh, so first off, you take a look around. Uh, and I don't think you need even a check to notice this. You turn around, and sitting on the ground, like nearby, watching you, is a rabbit. Oh. Of course, of course, not a regular rabbit. A a, a uh, an infected rabbit, a rabbit that has been warped and whatnot by whatever's going on. Uh, it's got like it's all of its teeth are like sharp, like fangs. Uh, its eyes are blood red. Uh, it's, it's fur is, uh, like a deep, deep black. Uh, and it's, like, got claws and everything, and it's looking up at you, eyes wide. Oh, this is like a jackalope from hell. 
Yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely think we should try to capture that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess it's going to use Entangle, but then we'd all get trapped. Uh, as you're uh, as you're going to... Oh, are, are you not casting the spell? No, I'm not going to cast the spell, because otherwise okay. we'd all be trapped in that. Um, I guess I could either go to grab it or try to, like, lightly wound it. Like, knock it out. Okay, you want to grab it? Or, would, like, yeah, which one I, do you want to do? I guess I'll, I'll start with a grab, and then if it doesn't work out, then I'll try to shoot it in its foot. Okay. <laughs> and it is, it is like, about the same size as a regular rabbit, so this thing isn't, like, huge or anything. Um, it may, may be, like, a little bit bigger, but generally about the same size. And as you approach to sort of pounce on it, it is not moving. It is just looking you straight in the eye. And as you approach, it speaks. I was going to say, is this a rabbit going to talk to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and, it, and it speaks, and it speaks in common. Uh, everybody here can understand what it says. Why are you here? Well, Mr. Rabbit, um, this is my uh, prior residence. Um, I had many tree friends. Um, but uh, why are you here? You seem to be a newcomer. I lived here before. Well, we have something in common then. What are you doing back here? <laughs> I am in pain. You must close the door. Is the door the tree? Yes. You you want to come with us? Or are you in great pain? I cannot approach the tree. It will control me. Alright. Well, I guess it's best take your distance. Are you, are you still free will? Do you know if the tree can see through your eyes? Or I do not know. But I cannot leave. Where can't you leave? Can you get further away? I cannot leave here. Is your hole nearby? Or, like, I guess, like, you can't leave, but... I, it's, it's a dark question for your friend, but are you in pain? Or do you want to see it succeed? Close the door. Right. How do we close the door? A good question, too. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I don't oh, know exactly. It has something to do with the tree. Alright. Yeah. From what I've learned with talking with rabbit boys, we're not going to get very far. <laughs> this is what happened before I started this trip. Um, I don't know if you're the same rabbit. I don't know if you recognize me, if I recognize you, but... I guess, um, sit tight, Bunny. You're not gonna bite our ankles running away. Not of my will. Right. So, if you bite our ankles, just know you're gonna die. Don't want to do that. It's one of my furry friends, buddy. Don't... Nobody, nobody worry. Nobody worry. He's a demon rabbit, but he's not fully demon, I don't think. 
Do you know where we can get more information? The tree, I guess. So you're telling us to backtrack where we came back to a tree? No, you guys are you guys are moving. Oh. You guys have been moving oh. towards the tree this whole time. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah, uh, I guess just as like a flashback for, um, like way back into the beginning, I believe I was chasing a rabbit or a fox, and then I tried talking to a rabbit of like, mm -hmm. where do I find this information? It's like everything is happening right now. <laughs> so, these are the answers we're going to get from this rabbit. This is as far as we're going to go. If the rabbit doesn't want me to kill him, we're not going to kill him, boys. No, rabbit starvation is a real thing. It's not going to do us any good. <laughs> yeah, I guess this, this is the third rabbit you've spoken to. <laughs> third one. Yeah, there was one in the, um, uh, in the, in the court of the gods that you talked to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Let's see them as people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess... We go for a rest. Maybe if the bunny nibbles at us, we kick it off the ledge. All right. <laughs> uh, how do you boys feel? You guys want let Demon Bunny live? Yeah, I think we let him live for yeah. now. Uh, as you guys are about to set down for a rest. Be warned. Every day, the infection spreads. You all show signs. Choose wisely when you rest. Good point there, Bugs. You're a bastard, Lucas. <laughs> you know, you're, not, you're not letting us sleep. You guys can choose to sleep. I'm just warning you, you're gonna um, have to, you might uh, transform more as well. How about, um... What if we do what we were doing before? One of us takes watch, and then uh, each time we have to rest. Uh, what the one who takes watch could just cure her wounds. I'm at two, so I need a long rest. Okay, I'm also like half my DC, and I'm at seven. Yeah, so it looks like we need to rest here. Yeah, we're gonna take a long rest. All right, cool. Or I uh, guess if we get a half rest, we we restore HP or uh, if you take or... if you take a short rest um, you yeah. get some of your a bit you get some of your abilities back if they're restored on a short rest but you can also roll hit dice to restore hit points okay okay so now it sounds like us resting might be worth another another mutation. Mutation. yeah I agree uh, I guess like how how far like um, we have like a spitball an idea like how many days journey it is to to the tree uh, at this point, the only thing you need to pass before you get to the area where the tree is, is uh, a moat of lava. Oh, okay. we got lava hands over here, so Michael Phelps will be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I sit down on the ground as I'm feeling quite ill, and uh, I lay my head down on a fellow rock, and I meditate myself into a state of, of healing. Um, I need everybody to make a uh, constitution saving throw. I rolled a natural one. R.I.P. Oh, oh my gosh. That's an eight. That's two eights in a row. So if you're six, six, oh six, my god. Eight, eight, eight. <laughs> eight, eight, six. All right. I need uh, each of you to roll a 1d8. Um, okay. Uh, actually, I'll start with this. All three of you, once again, have horrific nightmares. Rogmar. You wake up, you have a different sense of balance when you stand. 
It's kind of weird. And... Your body seems to have extended a little bit somehow. Kind of walk around. It's hard to tell what's going on until you look until you look behind you. You've sprouted a tail. Is it a rock tail? It is a rock tail. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Moondor. When you awake, your head feels significantly heavier. And you're not sure why until you raise your hands to your forehead. You've got a pair of horns. Like big horn sheep horns? Yes. They, they like curl around back behind the ear. Uh, I had about morning wood, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and Radic, uh, you wake up, you don't feel any different. You feel fine. Uh, but I'm sure one of the others... One of the others will point out to you uh, that your eyes no longer have pupils. All of your eyes are pure red, oh, inclu damn. including the one on the side. I forgot to try to do a dispel before I rest. Uh, we can uh, we can go back and try that. Okay. Don't mind judging by Lucas's face, I don't think it's gonna do shit. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna do shit, but it's, it's like what's what do you target? So I'm just gonna throw the D spell into the chat here. Yeah, I know, I know what it does. I just, I like, yeah. but it requires a target. So what exactly do you target? So I guess like, um, like for because yeah, I would have done this before I rest. And like Liam had horns as well beforehand. No, uh, Liam has hooves. Yeah, like the eyes and the hooves. Yeah. And I mean, I think we're all pretty happy with our abilities, but just for shits and giggles, I'll try to target my scales for D spell. Okay. Uh, you you cast the spell on yourself, mm. and unfortunately, it has no effect. Okay. Cool. Just. Just good to know in case I was just like, oh, I'm going to cure this person of corruption. Dispel magic. <laughs> that's what always happens when I do dispel magic. <laughs> All right. And that is where we're going to end the episode. Uh, real quick, uh, just a couple notes. Um, both, uh, since you all have this now, um, I'm just going to tell you guys what it does. All three of you now have a trait called Blood Rage. And what that means, if you kill a creature... You must immediately use your reaction to make one uh, weapon attack uh, uh, with advantage against a target that I choose. Aww, man. <laughs> Son so of a bitch. If you kill something, uh. I get to choose what you attack with your reaction immediately with advantage. And I get to choose the parameters of that attack as well. Okay, so, but that's only if they're in target of our attack, right? So Correct. If, if uh, well, that means... Well, there's always at least one person in range. I'm tempted to just pour back to the court of the gods and, uh, <laughs> ask, uh, and ask them to fix us, and then we just go back to... Uh, and Radic, uh, right, right, since you have three, uh, you've failed this three times now, um, I need you to write somewhere on your character sheet, uh, magical interference. Magical interference? Yes. And you know what, I'll just, I'll just tell you what it does. Uh, when you, whenever you cast a spell, I'll, I'll, I'll go over this again uh, in the next next episode. But uh, whenever you cast a spell, roll a d twenty. Uh, 
just completely separately from the spell. On a okay. two, on a two to four, the spell just fails and you waste your spell slot. If you roll a natural one, the spell backfires and any harmful effects happen to you. <laughs> Fuck you, Lucas. Yeah. Again, I'm just tempted to go back to the court of the gods and be like, "Hey, uh, Roach, can you fix this?" And just come back. <laughs> And just let the uh, let the cyclone expand further and further. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's the episode, everybody. Ugh. You guys are Luke turning to gonna pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? What you think the corruption stops at the other people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Should I give us a send out? Yes, please. All right. If you like what you heard, be sure to go and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube by looking up Thunder Lizard Collective. And on Twitter, we are Thunder Lizard OG. We also have a Patreon account. You can go to patreon.com slash Thunder Lizard. Give us uh, some support there, and you'll be able to get this episode and uh, other ones earlier. Also from the Thundercast, which is a podcast that Liam, Lucas, and I do where we talk about pop culture. Um be sure to go tell a friend and share us on social media. Follow us on Spotify. Give us five stars on iTunes. And uh, be sure to do the same thing on any equivalent other streaming platform. Uh, I'll, I'll thank our patrons real quick. So Kate, Tanya, Manos, and Owen, thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it. I have a dog pulling at my arm right now. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, everybody, for listening. Uh, my name is Lucas. I've been your Thundermaster. My name is Christian, and I play Rogmar Helmash. My name's Liam, and I play Radic Snowgaze, or Radic uh, Goat Eyeball Monster Head <laughs> Thing. Goat Mage. <laughs> Baphomet. You're Baphomet now. And uh, my name is uh, Moondor. Or, sorry, my name is Dan. I keep blurring these lines. It's dangerous. <laughs> my name is Dan, uh, and I play Moondor, attorney at law. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. wild thing about moose and killer whales because i just know way too much information about killer whales is that a moose can swim in shallow ocean um but also a certain um species of orca has developed a taste for moose because they do swim so often <laughs> uh, so moose killer whales will eat a moose so uh, what you're saying is a moose has finally found a natural predator yes yeah <laughs> there's a really funny comic around um who are animal nerds and myself um <laughs> and this is scuba driver being like oh shit there's a moose diving because moose will like actually dive to eat seaweed mm -hmm. which would already be terrifying enough and then a killer whale swoops in <laughs> and kills the moose jesus and it's undoubtedly that that's actually been seen in real sequence by some diver at some Damn. point <laughs> it's just crazy